This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Hello, family and friends. I'm Renette Marburg, ready to meet with you on my program, Rise. On this program, we have honest and truthful conversations around family challenges relevant to you. Rise on Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Finding God's truth for a way forward together. Good afternoon, family and friends, and thank you for joining me on this wonderful day and it's the beginning of the holidays so we just want to encourage you that you're going to be that you'll be safe and you'll look after yourselves and be careful on the roads and if you're on the road now really stick to the rules stick to the driving and then you we will know that you will be safe that um, we would like to just encourage you today just to join us we have I am so privileged to have Zoe Krubler in my studio with me today. We had actually such a major session even before we even started the program. <laughs> but I'm so looking forward to having her on the program. Thank you so much for joining me, Zoe. Oh, it's my pleasure. Yeah, so we're going to continue. I'm going to introduce her properly after our, our next track. And we are going to be listening to My Broken Praise by Louis Britz, one of my favorite local artists. So enjoy. Good afternoon, family and friends, and if you've just joined me, we have the privilege of having Zoe Klober in the studios with us today. It's nice and quiet here, missing my colleagues, but it is awesome to have you in the studio with us. And Zoe is um, the prophetic director at um, Zoe Life. Yes, sorry, Zoe Life, as well as, um, you know, we are so blessed to have you here today and I'm just wanting to encourage you that you know this is a program we are going to be talk real life and we often you know we look at our people in ministry and we think that they've arrived and they've got every all the ducks in a row and things have not happened to them and you know my program today is really concentrating on that we are carry the scars of life and we carry the scars of our pain, but our pain isn't in our scars anymore. So, Zoe, just give us a little bit of your journey of life up until now. Sure, Renette. Thank you for the opportunity. And you ask a big question to put like 40 years in a nutshell or five minutes, but I will try my very best. You know, when we have been birthed onto this earth, We've been born with a mission, a mandate, a purpose, and a destiny. And you don't know what it is from the start. You grow up as an, in the natural, as a baby, an infant. You grow up, you become a teenager, um, a grown woman. And with somewhere in that season of growing up in the natural, you come to know the Lord. And it doesn't matter what age you are, but it happened. There is a day that you understand, I need Jesus as my Savior. And everyone's um, salvation happens on another, another story. It's, it's none of our testimonies are the same. So if I would go back to my own personal testimony, it is I was um, introduced to Jesus Christ through a friend of mine. We both were at the age of nine, nine-year-old girls. I was growing up on a farm in Kils River, just outside of, of the, the Kils River. 
and um, I was bo born and raised in a in a normal Afrikaans family. Um, and but we, my parents were not like the normal church-going people. I didn't know church. I didn't know about Jesus. Um, I wasn't born. I wasn't raised with an open Bible. There was a Bible. You know, back at the, those days, it was the big, big goldish yes. um, pa pages on the sideboard. And just when the um, reverend comes once a month to, to visit, he will open up this big book and read out of it. And so we were not involved in those meetings or gathering. So when I was uh, turning nine and I've got this friend of mine and she spoke about Jesus and I said, who is this man? And, and then she said, but you need to have him. I said, well, give him to him. She said, I can pray for me. So that day I gave my heart to the Lord Jesus Christ. And, um, and what happened next is that I was nine. So you were in, back in those days, you were like in, in um, grade three, grade three, grade yes. three yeah. And um, my, my father occasionally took my mom to the church like once in a, in a semester or like that. And then he stopped do doing that because in the spirit he knew there was something changing in my life. Mm -hmm. And at that stage, my father um, was in the occult. So he was like busy with dark things. So he picked it up in the spirit that I gave in my heart to the Lord Jesus Christ without knowing I didn't told him anything, but he picked it up. So then he, my whole primary school years, I wasn't in any kind of church. So I was growing up in the natural and then spiritually there was nothing, there was no spiritual food for me. So if I could just retract a little bit, when I was like five weeks old, I got like a um, fever and a tummy ache and a lot of things happened to me in the natural. And the doctor said that I would not made it through the night. So my father stayed behind, my mother went home and she prepared the, the, uh, for the people to come get me the next morning because I was not able to make it through the night. So they didn't have any hope for this little five-week-old baby. But my father stayed behind, and many years later, the Lord revealed what happened there. He, he offered me for Satan as a sacrifice at, the, at five weeks old. So with that, as part of the history, part of my story, it, it started when I was in the womb, but then at five weeks. And then here I was, nine years old, I've coming to Jesus Christ to know him, and then he stopped. Any, any, any way to take us to the church. So when I was going to um, high school at grade eight, my brother at that time had a, a girlfriend and she asked me, what would you like for your birthday? And I said, oh, a Bible. So I received my first Bible at the age of 13, going on to 14. Mm -hmm. And that was the biggest present I could ever have was the word of God. Wow. That's how the journey started. So it started with, um, I would say, rejection. It started with resistance to serving the Most High God. Wow. So that was just part of it. And there's many, many stories in between. Um, you're welcome to share. <laughs> and you're welcome to share. We've got quite a few minutes left. So we do so have time yes, left. Yes, yes, yes. Um, at least so at, at later in my life, it was like in my grade 11 year, um, my, me and my father never spoke spiritually at that time. I mean, I was growing up. He was busy working most of the times, not being at the home at those days. 
And um, but there was a specific day when he came into my room. It was in the month of September. Came into my room and um, he just looked at me and he said to me, out of absolutely nowhere, had this conversation and he said to me, I and Satan, I and Satan will make sure of it that you will never serve your God. And I didn't know anything about spiritual warfare. I didn't know about the dark world. I, I didn't know. I just don't knew it. I had my Afrikaans Bible and I, at that stage, I just loved the Psalms. So I was just reading the word of God, but I didn't have the, the extended knowledge or understanding about the blood of Jesus, about the demonic. I didn't know about this. And then what out of my mouth came the following words. And I was hearing that for the first time in my life. And I just responded to that. I said, but in Jesus name, I never knew to speak like that. I said that the blood of Jesus mm. is against you. Praise and I didn't, I, I, I hear it for the first time with my own ears and I thought, what does that even mean? But the effect of those words, my father turned around and walked out of the room. And that never happened before. So we grow up with a father who was very angry most of the time. Mm -hmm. He was this, uh, as, as, was a sad person because he was out without the Lord. Yes. He turned his back on the Lord Jesus Christ when he was a young man, but he went to the opposite. He went to this, the kingdom of darkness and mm -hmm. he thought he was going to find something there where he was searching for. But at that stage, the effect that that had on our family life and on my personal growth with the Lord, it was hard growing up under that canopy of the... Yes, because he's supposed to be the leader and the priest. Yeah, the one who introduced me to Father mm. God, but he introduced me to his demonic father that he knew at that time. So that was hard in itself mm. and hardships. And I mean, in rejection, to, it felt like the, the first man that I knew in my life didn't care and protect as I thought and I, as I thought he would have done. There mm. wasn't that. So there was a lack of that fatherhood in my life. Mm. And I didn't understand or know it at that stage how that would impact me later in my life, in my future, sure. as I grow so up true. to become a woman. You have that lack of fatherly love, his covering and his protection. It was, it was absent there. It was, my father was in the house, but he was absent. Like thousands of households today, we all encounter that. But how that can drive you away from the Lord or it can drive you into Father God. Yes, yes. You see, that's the, that's the hope and the beauty of all of this. I didn't die at five weeks because God had a plan and a purpose. Absolutely. And that was a part of, of keeping hanging on to hope. When, when you feel sometimes in life, you know, there's no hope, there's no outcome. You are in the school de Zuck. It's the end of a journey. Then he comes in with his light, love, grace and mercy. And he says, but I am the way, follow me. And then there's a, there's a, a way out of a sticky situation. There's a way out. And even in the disappointment, um, now you can look back on these years of growing up and you can say that was the best school I've could ever been in. Absolutely. But that comes through healing and restoration. It comes through forgiveness.
there was a time in my life just after high school that the Lord actually started in that grade 11 from and then onwards that the Lord were starting to minister to me to forgive your father. Oh, mm. it was hard. I, I had that victim mentality for a very long time in my life. But Lord, I didn't choose this. This happened to me. He did this to me. You mm. know, that finger pointing thing. And at that time, I thought I was entitled to a better life. But that was in God's perfect will for me to go through that in-house hardship, to build my character for the thing God has called to me for, mm. to stand for that very thing so that I can be like a, a, a give a word of hope to the hopeless. Mm. For those who encounter demonic onslaughts and the I, I, there's even not, not a word to describe it, but to have this hell come against you, Jesus is the answer. I can recognize that nowadays. I can see it because I went through it. But just to, to end that story off, just before my father died in 2001, he gave his heart to the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Isn't that amazing? Oh, that is God. He gave his heart to the King of Kings. Praise the Lord. He's so faithful. It's so amazing. It's that so worth it. incredible. That is such a beautiful, beautiful yeah. Um, ending yes. to a difficult story. Yes. Hey? Yeah. And that is what we need to trust the Lord for and believe yes. and never give up yes. on other ones that we mm. love. Hey? Yes. And the beauty of forgiveness because oh, God restored absolutely. an absolute broken, non existing relationship. He restored it to oh, beauty. Oh, that's, that was for me like the best day of my life when He bowed His knee. Mm -hmm. Oh. Oh, that is glorious, and I'm sure the, the Lord celebrated that day as yes. well. Because, you know, sometimes um, people are hard nuts to crack. Yeah, and it's so true. <laughs> yes. it's so and true. they're spiritually hard. Yeah. They've, they've hardened hearts, yes. you know. And, and what I found out later on during the years, I've spoken to my mom about it many years and many nights and many days. Mm. And my father served the Lord, but then he got hurt way mm. back then. And through the hurt and the pain, he turned his back for a season mm. on Father God. Mm. Mm. You see, and the enemy is a liar. Yes. And, and how he disrupted our family for so many years through the lies my father believed as the leader of the house. Mm. So nowadays, part of our ministry with Zoe Life, it is to call the fathers and the men in to take up the authority what God has given them so that their families will not be destructive, their family life. I absolutely believe in the calling and the mandate God has given mm. the man mm. in his family to and restore his identity. That is wonderful because that you can see why you call it Zoe life because yeah. it's incorporates the whole family exactly and that is your that is your calling yes. and that I is where we that. need so much healing and yeah. so much restoration at yes. the moment and so yeah. many people have been hurt at the, in in the church yes. for various reasons so and true. pushed aside or mm. um got mm. hurt and then just turned and lost their lost yes. their way yeah. but you know the lord mm. is never faithful he never Let's go when no, you start the thing in you to yeah. not finish it up. Yes. Yeah? So that is the amazing 
Lord, that we serve. And, uh, you know, the next song I think is very, very apt. It's by Ella Joy as the King of Kings. Praise the Lord. Good afternoon, family and friends, and we are having a fabulous time just in the Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is just really soaking us up and really using this moment to really encourage us for this time that we are in. And we have Zoe of Zoe Life Ministries here, and I mean, I just am just in awe of what the whole Zoe Life means and the abundance of life. And that's what we should be living in right now. So, Zoe, you were just sharing about your your childhood and all the struggles that you had, but the glory came at the end where your dad actually gave his life to the Lord. And that just made me realize we cannot, we cannot um, let our, um, uh, you know, Give up on our family. We just continuously stay focused. And, you know, but yet we are struggling in this time. You know, as as people of the unknown, uh, we're not sure what tomorrow brings. But we have the amazing promises of the Lord. And you're going to share with us what we can expect from him in these unprecedented, perilous times that are coming. Yes, Renette. You know, the season and time that we are in is difficult. It's, it's, as you said, it's the unknown. Suddenly, our normal lives were just turned upside down. Suddenly, we had to face things that our generation never thought. It didn't cross our mind that this new year would turn out like it did. I spoke, speak about 2020. We thought we're going to go into this new year. It's the new decade, and it's going to be this and that. And then the opposite happened. But I believe with my whole heart that Father God knew exactly what's going to happen on the earth as He is omnipresent, all-knowing, all-sufficient, Heavenly Father. He knew that. So the day when you were put in the womb to be birthed onto this earth, to be alive in 2021, going on to 2022 and the years ahead, He knew that you and I would be able to stand when the winds of adversary were blowing against us. So what is the fight we're all fighting right now? I mean, as we've spoken in the break, it's fear. You see, when something happens and we don't know what way to go, what to expect, we fall back onto the fleshly default, and that's to be afraid. That's to become fearful. If you hear in the night something at the window, it could be a branch that's just just banging on the window, but you don't see it, but you hear it, you become fearful because your imagination immediately takes you to a place of maybe it's someone trying to get in. It's, we always go back to the negative. That's the, the problem with us. And that's just, we're just human. But I believe that God has given us the tools during our life the Word of God is the toolbox. He's given us tools, how to stand strong, how to overcome the things we battle with. He's the answer to all the questions. You see, we, we, we come through a season where we have been born and live in this life and go through things being, you know, disappointed, being healed, being restored, receiving hope, and how this and that happens. So I always say we, we are hearing a lot of voices. We have, we've got the, our own voice normally is the hardest and the loudest. 
we've got the voice of the world of the secular system that that we hear through many kind of ways that the world speaks to us the magazines the cell phones the networks the media the, there's many things then you've got the voice of Satan that comes as a counterfeit and the voice of Satan you know it, it's not bringing a good news it's bringing fearful things and thoughts of destruction you're gonna die before your time you're not gonna make it and then there's the voice of Father God so while we're living in this desperate times we need to focus and still our thoughts and make changes you know to focus to keep your focus on what is God saying always fall back on the Word of God this is scripture in Daniel 12 verse 1 that I believe is a now scripture it is about the angel the archangel Michael that says that at the end of times at the end of a season he will protect those who names are written in the book of eternity Renette isn't that a beautiful promise such a beautiful promise yeah so with only in that one scripture Daniel mm. 12 verse 1 God is taking care of his children. He's taking care of you and me. I believe we are living right now in a time of duck and dive. Yes. The things coming over the earth, but you will be kept secure, safe, and sound. Yes. That's what I believe, because that's what the word is saying. Yes. So the responsibility me and you have is to make sure is my name written in the book of eternity mm. am i being reborn from above spiritually renewed sanctified washed by the blood have i asked for forgiveness did i repent that's all that we can do right now yes, Lord. we can we can as the scripture says like in the end of the days end of the times this is not the end of the times. It is the season of being going into. We don't know how long the end of the times is. I mm. mean, if you think about it, when when did the end of the times started? The day when Jesus went up in the clouds before the disciples. That was the starting point of the end of the times because he promised his disciples, "I'm going going to go away, preparing a house for you where my Father is. I'm coming back to fetch you." So they were waiting for him to come back. It didn't happen in their lifetime. And so here we are today, in December 2021, 20, we're waiting for his return. Yes. Huh? Mm -hmm. So we are in the season of the end of the times. But while we are in this, the only thing that we have control over is my salvation. And it's my choice. Amen. Yeah. That is an incredible, incredible take on what is happening now yeah. and that is where we need to stand absolutely in peace in his authority yes. and we need to know that this is a time that we need to get as many people saved that yes. was his initial mandate yes. have yeah. Zoe it's so true if you look at the scripture the word of God which is the truth the light the life and the everlasting way Matthew 28 says go out make disciples Minister the gospel of Jesus Christ unto them. Deliver them from demonic attacks and, and stuff. Heal them in my name. Amen. This is everyone's job description. And that doesn't matter. You do not have to leave your job. You can do it in your job. Yes. In your workplace. Yes. In your home. So true. Everywhere that you step, you can 
fulfill that assignment and yes. that mandate. That's so true. Is that not incredible? Yes. Our Lord is so faithful when He comes, and it's so, so it's so simple. It's so easy. It's not difficult, and we don't do it. Yeah, because we've got maybe this perception of I need to be a pastor, I need to be a doctor, I need to be this, I need to go through Bible school. That's all tools that will enhance your ability to understand things, but that's not the thing that you have to do necessarily. Accept Jesus Christ. Love Him for who He is. You know the word faith? I, I, try, I, love, I love words. So yes. faith for me stands for Father, and I together in harmony. Wow. What a beautiful analogy that is. Yeah. I mean, that is so beautiful. It's just another point of view to see us. We, we, you know, we speak in the church arena. We speak about having faith in the Lord. But that having faith, it's me and him in unity, harmony together. That is beautiful. And that speaks and about we, a love and, relationship. Yes, and that, that is something that we actually, when we speak about our faith, that should be flashing over us. It's so true. Yes. And with that, the joy of the Lord, which is our strength. You know, when we go through seasons of hurt and pain and destruction and rejection and the kiss of betrayal that we all face some kind, sometime in our lives, what is the very thing that catapult you out of that? The joy of the Lord. Nothing else. Nothing else. Yeah. And that's where our faith goes and gets scattered and shattered. That's so true. So we just hear, thank you so much, Zoe, for those incredible, powerful words. Can you believe it? It's the end of the session already. My goodness, <laughs> the Lord is good and the Holy Spirit is working. <laughs> We're going to listen to Waiting on You by Kezia Peterson. Is that not absolutely, I love this girl. She's just got such a beautiful um, take on her music. And we are going to quickly listen to her and we're going to continue this conversation straight after this. Wow, we're ending our session. Time is just flying, as we're saying. But thank you so much for joining me today, Zoe, on this holiday. And it's so kind of you. Uh, you've really added so much value to my program today. It's just been phenomenal um, on, our, on a public holiday. So we really love and appreciate you so much, I it's must say. Pleasure. I must say. Um, today, our topic has been about carrying the scars of our pain and not having the pain. But we're still going to continue this journey of pain and uh, you know, things that we are going to go through is never going to end until the, till we meet our maker. And, but in how do we live in authority and, re, and assurance, blessed assurance, you know that old song, blessed assurance, and that is who we, we serve. So we just want you to encourage the people in this time how we can be assured of God's promises in this time. It's such an incredible time to actually be living in. It's so true because we see the word of God coming into fulfillment. There's so many prophecies that the, the three major prophets in the Old Testament spoke about. I mean, Isaiah, Jeremiah, and Ezekiel. The words that they spoke came, it's coming in fulfillment before our very eyes. If you look at the, the book of Revelation and the, the Song of Solomon in the Old and the New Testament, these two books, Song of Solomon is the beloved story the, of Jesus coming for his bride, which is me and you. We are the church. We are the body. And then the fulfillment in Revelation, we are seeing how Revelation is, and it's the book Apocalypse, it's a happening so we see how that is just happening before our very eyes. So how do we live today in the assurance that he's got our backs, that he's got the best 
for me in store, that I can stand on Jeremiah 29, 11 to, through to verse 14, that God says, I know the plans that I have for you. It's to prosper you. It's to have, give you a good future. But Psalm 20, the word says that he will send help from heaven. Isn't that a beautiful scripture? Amen. Psalm 20. We have to believe the word of God. That's how we will have the assurance. I have to know what God is speaking in his words. You know, there's the CD that went around many years ago about the 365 names of God. Do you remember that CD way yes. back when? I believe we are in a season and in a time where God put the focus on his names again. Mm. Because that's our assurance. That's the God of Abram, Jacob, and Isaac, the creator of heaven and earth, mm. whom I serve, whom I love, whom we must share that Father God to the people around of us. You know, life happens, but humans, people make decisions. They put things in place for people to follow. But in the very end, what is Father God? What is his take on these things that men are putting in place. What is he saying? See, God is, I always say it, and I say it not in a joking way, but God is mighty slow, but never late. Mm -hmm. You see, he's a father of grace and mercy. He wants everyone to be saved. So he gives us time to connect with him on this earth while we're here, to come to the understanding, I'm absolutely lost without him. And yet people do make choices and they make the wrong choices. Hell was never created for humans. It was created for Satan and his demons who turned their backs out of pride and arrogance when they were just thrown out of heaven. Mm -hmm. So hell wasn't created for us, but we make choices. Doesn't matter what the reasons are. And then we end up by not giving our hearts and our names to Father God, our hearts to him. So our name are not written in the book of eternity. And then we're not going to make it. That's the truth. That's the gospel of Jesus Christ. But I believe is that know who we are in him. Know our names are written in the book of eternity. Sure. That's all that you can aspire to. Exactly. And daily. You know, there's mornings that we get up. That I get up in the morning and I say, Lord, I'm so afraid of what's going to happen. That's so true. I mean, if we cannot be like so honest with ourselves, yes. then honesty will not flow in our relationships to other people. Absolutely. And then I just say to the Lord, Jesus Christ, today I receive you again and again and again. I acknowledge that you are the son of God. I give you my heart. I give you my life. I give you my family. I give you my ministry. That's how I practically reassure my identity in him. And you know, when you are under the shower, I ask the Lord so many times, especially this last two years, I say to him, Lord, I want you to wash this week off of me. Wash off me my fear of the unknown. Remove the unnecessary weight that I do carry, wash away the, the worry I carry for other people. I just want your peace and your shalom. And that's part of making, being practical, keeping my assurance who I am in. Yes, and your, your well-being. Yes, that's so important. You know, it's so sad to say that even, but 
we are living so this life rushing through things going through this day being so occupied by things and by people not necessarily wrong with it but how often do people just stop and ask you Renette how are you doing they expect you must be fine they expect because you're a child of God you've got yeah. no worries you've got no anxieties you just everything is just hunky-dory but you see, that's even not the truth. It's not the truth. And, and sometimes we just want to know, oh, somebody's got my back. And when somebody's asking us, how are you doing? It's not necessarily in that moment, to, you know, to, to pour out your whole past, present and future <laughs> info. <laughs> yes. It's just the normal loving one another yes and it's okay not to be okay it's so it's so true it's so true so the the reassurance it's so important but i have to know the word of god i need to deliberately focus on the word and ask him lord what, what are you saying you know what is on your heart give me a scripture that i can go through this day yes. using communion it's an amazing tool it's a powerful tool you have it use it don't wait for someone else to say it's time choose to be obedient choose to live the word of god choose to love absolutely just love just love yeah. and that is At just the, the way we should see that yeah. yes and it says in the word uh, you know for me it's a commandment yeah. you know the commandment of love yourself yes. love your neighbors as you love yourself and we yeah. need it's not being selfish it's yeah. about Understanding yeah. our well-being is so important. important. We need to be physically, mentally, and our souls need to be in yes. full alignment with the Word yeah, so true. that we can be well, so that we can love our neighbors yes, and those so that true. are in need. Yeah. Thank you, Zoe. You are such a gem, absolute gem to the kingdom. And we just love and appreciate you so much. And in, we love you. <laughs> Thank <laughs> we you. love you. Believe me, we love you. And uh, just share with us how we can communicate with you. If there's any things that you are offering in the new year, where you're going, what you're doing, just share with us, please. Um, you can find me on Facebook, just under Zoe Grobler. Um, and you can email me at zoe at zoelife.co.za. I'm currently running um, a prophetic workshop on, a, on a, um, uh, the platform of Zoom and Meet, Google Meet platform. Every Thursday night, we're starting in the new year, fresh course. Um, it's only for four weeks. I do it just four weeks and then four weeks. And then on a th uh, Tuesday night, we've got a home cell. We started to plant home cells. And our desire is to go throughout the nine provinces of South Africa to build home cells. We believe it's the season for the house churches. You and your family can only be the mother, the father, the children. And that's a home cell. So we believe in spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ and to ha have the homes being like Beth houses of Bethel, houses of prayer. Um, so that's our vision. That's our vision for the men to take up that what they've lost and to stand up as a father, a prophet, a priest, a leader, mm. a friend of God in their home. So that's what we're busy with. And um, we trust the Lord that he's opening up the ways and he goes before us so that we can just Isn't spread the tomorrow? gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ, the love of our Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that you're out there in the field. Thank you that you are bringing people onto the highway of 
to heaven. And we so, so appreciate the fact that you've sacrificed your life uh, to be able to do that and disciple those that are in need. So may the Lord just send, take you from glory to glory, from Thank success you. to success, from strength to strength for the season ahead, the new era that Amen. we are going into. Yes. And may many, many be touched and discipled by your ministry. Thank you so, Thank much. You so much for being with us today. You've been <laughs> such an, uh, such a blessing to me today. Thank you. And guys, we are going to have a wonderful guest next week. Um, it's going to be Anton Stolz from Shalom Ministries. And he is going to speak to us about, it's all about Jesus. And we are, that is what Christmas is about. So we are going to have that program on and we are so looking forward to it. So I'm still going to see you before Christmas. And we, But please, in this time, if you're traveling, be safe. Stick to the rules. COVID rules, whatever rules are out there to keep you safe. Please look after yourself. But we have Gilma Standish take, uh, coming into the studio now. And we are going to take a farewell till next week. Have a wonderful, blessed week. Thank you. Bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.